Well, hello there. Welcome to WrestleFania, the only podcast on the internet about professional wrestling. The most handsome podcast on the internet. And that's because I'm so handsome, even though my co-host kind of cancels that out a bit, my handsome level is high enough to still allow us to officially be called the most handsomest podcast since 2012. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since you heard from us. Because we don't do a podcast every week. We do one for every pay-per-view. And we generally try to meet sometimes. Sometimes we don't. Um, the last time we met was for SummerSlam. I think there was something between that. No, actually, the last show was SummerSlam. So I'm pretty sure we met and talked, I think. I don't even remember. That's how much I put into this show. Um, I care about it. But I, I apparently I um, don't care enough about it. But I care about you for listening, Gary. And if someone isn't Gary, I care about you all. But I have to be honest. I've been watching wrestling every Monday night. And for the last few weeks, I feel like I've fallen asleep every Monday night. And I finally finish it maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, same thing with SmackDown. I, I put it on. I fall asleep. I did watch a full episode of... Uh, NXT last week and the Mae Young Classic. I haven't watched this week. I've been a pretty bad wrestling fan. Like, I'm going to the Wikipedia page for Hell in a Cell to remind me what the hell's going on. So hopefully, while I go through each match, it'll trigger um, some thoughts. Right, Gary? So, anyway. Hell in a Cell is this Sunday night, September 16th, from San Antonio, Texas. And if you go to the Wikipedia page, this is the first time I'm seeing this um, there is a poster of Braun Strowman and um, Roman Reigns, and they're like a demon and a devil. I mean, it is like, it looks like comic book, bad sci-fi movie worthy, uh, or CW supernatural stuff. I'm not saying that, that that's bad, I'm just saying that's the level that it looks like. It is creepy, and uh, it's kind of cool also. And, of course, I'm going to uh, make that part of the art for this week's episode, this month's episode. Now, here's the thing. It's Sunday night. It starts at 7 p.m., okay? That means the kickoff show starts at 6 p.m. What I see right now on Wikipedia is eight matches. That can't be right. How can there be a show starting at 7, 8, 7 p.m. with only eight matches? Here's the real problem. 
It opens, it starts at 7 p.m. My friend, my New England Patriots will be playing football at 4 p.m. 4.25, I think, to be exact. <clears throat> and that means they're not going to be done by 7 p.m., which means I'm not going to be watching this live at 7 p.m. I generally try to watch every pay-per-view live. I don't like going back and doing them. we got the Emmy Awards Sunday night, which usually I'm into, and we have the Patriots going into, you know, we'll be finishing um, while this pay-per-view is starting. You know what? Sorry. You will, if you don't know it by now, Patriots come first. At some point, the Red Sox are going to be in the playoffs. Guess what? They come first, too. If the Red Sox are in a playoff on a Monday or Tuesday night, I'm not going to be watching Raw. I'm not going to be watching SmackDown Live. If the Patriots are in Monday Night Football, if Patriots in Sunday Night Football, and it's a pay-per-view, sorry, Patriots come first. Now, luckily, Sunday Night Football for the Patriots is next week. But this week, we're all about Hell in a Cell. And I will be watching live once the Patriots end. Unless, of course, they blow them out, and then I could kind of tune into both at the same time. Yaka, yaka, yaka. I mean, really, we only have seven, eight matches. So we let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That doesn't seem like a ton for an, a pay-per-view starting at 4 p.m. <laughs> On the West Coast. Starting at 7 p.m., I should say. But shall we go through all the matches? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? I mean, let's start with the pre-show match which I just realized now this is the pre-show match. This match should, I mean, the fact that there's only eight matches and one of them is the pre-show match, this should be uh, just the kickoff match. It's the New Day versus Rusev Day. Um, I don't know. I know everyone kind of likes Rusev Day. It has um, gotten old a little bit on me. I think Rusev's funny. Uh, Aiden English um, is okay. Um, it was kind of stupid where Aiden kept accidentally causing them to lose. I'm not a big fan of the current Lana. I don't like Lana. I'm not Lana is the best. Num Lana number one. Lana Day shirts. I, I miss the old bitch. Um, I don't like this happy-go-lucky gal with a, with the, uh, a, a questionable Russian accent. Um, I mean... New Day just got this back. They're not going to drop this on a pre-show match to friggin' Rusev and Aiden English. And that's too bad because Rusev deserves more than that because I really do enjoy him. He's a lot of fun. And uh, the fact that they have to be the heels in this, you know, it should be the bar. They should have been going up against the bar. The bar should have won the other night, but they didn't. You know? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's one of the championships. Are all the championship matches, all the champions being used? One, two, three, four, five... Five championship matches. Um, I don't see the Intercontinental Championship going. I don't even know. Is, is Seth Rollins the Intercontinental Champ? He is, right? I don't know. I, I That's how... Yeah, he's the current Intercon Intercontinental Champ. But he's not putting his matchup because he's going to try to be the Raw Tag Team Champion as he and Ambrose take on Ziggler and McIntyre. This one I enjoy. I am... Liking Ziggler and McIntyre together, um, th them with Braun is pretty good. It could be good. Hopefully, it stays good. Um, I mean, they just beat the friggin' B team. It would be funny if the B team uh, came in and interfered. 
But um, yeah, the B team is out of the picture. Ziggler and McIntyre. I feel like did they just beat the B team just so they could lose it to Rollins and Ambrose, and friggin' give the Shield all the gold? That would seem to be the case, but I'm going to say once again that the tag team champions retain. Uh, for SmackDown, they're going to retain with New Day, and for Raw, they will retain with Ziggler and McIntyre. Uh, Rollins has a belt, Ambrose doesn't need a belt, and Ziggler and McIntyre uh, can be good with belts. Uh, geez, we only have two other matches that aren't uh, championship matches. Why don't we do the two non-championship matches now? So the best storyline going in, in WWE Raw SmackDown world is Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella, The Miz, and Maurice. Yes, a mixed tag team is my favorite storyline, basically because of The Miz. Miz makes everything more enjoyable, and Daniel Bryan's awesome. And together, it feels very personal. You know, with The Miz and Cena, I don't think it was personal. I didn't, it didn't feel as personal. It was hilarious. But, you know, the sisters... Um, oh, wait, it was Maurice. It wasn't Brie Bella. Uh, yeah, completely... Never mind. It was more like... It was more just ripping them where this one feels personal yeah so forget everything i said I, I for some reason i was thinking the miz and, and brie bella took on cena and nikki bella that made no sense uh brie bella back you know they really are putting the bellas uh in our face constantly but maybe that's just because we haven't seen them in a while so it feels that way i still feel like the bellas were part of the old guard with women wrestling but they were on the borderline there and you know with the uh, evolution coming up Obviously, they want them uh, in the storyline. And it's funny because she's on Raw with Nikki and she's on SmackDown with uh, Daniel, which is, you know, she's the she's one of the few who can go um, to both brands. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel and Brie win this one. Um, but then Miz beats them down or something or beats Brian down. Uh, I have to say, seeing Daniel Bryan doing suicide dives the other day, you get nervous, but I'm also like, wow, that makes me feel better because before he was doing feet first things and I thought, oh, you know, this is his new way of working. He's not going to do these things anymore because look, he's, uh, you know, it's, it's too dangerous. But then he's doing these suicide dives. I'm like, oh, maybe he's fine. Hopefully he's okay. This is awesome. He had some great matches with Andrade Cien Um, I wish it like he was kind of the in-between guy for the Miz and Daniel Bryan which is fine because you can't have the Miz and Brian fighting every week and seeing, and I don't even care if the Miz fights every week and seeing Brian and Almas in the ring. I could watch that anytime, anytime, my friends. Uh, so I'm going to say Brian and Bree, Daniel and Bree are going to beat the Miz and Maurice. Um, yeah. And the only other match that's not a, ta a championship match is Jeff Hardy. Have a great night, everybody. Enjoy the show. If you notice, Jeff Hardy's like, I'll see you in hell. Enjoy the show, everybody. Uh, he's a little weird, but without his brother, he is the only Hardy we have right now. The face paint uh, is strange. I was hoping for, like, American flag face paint on 9-11, but maybe that would have been a little too tasteless. Um, the eye stuff. I think the other day he didn't have the contacts in. I say keep the contacts out. I, I don't mind seeing your regular eyes when you open those you know when you have the white on your eyelids open your eyes let me see your eyes okay so that's fine enough with the freaking contacts um jeff hardy is going to do something stupid he's probably gonna do a swanton off the hell in a cell he's probably gonna miss and randy orton is going to uh either the match is going to end in no contest or randy orton's going to win so i'm going to say randy's going to win 
and Heidi's going to lose. Oh my god, I'm yawning. It's like 5.30 and I'm yawning. It's depressing. Um, God, I've gone through all the non-championship matches. We have the WWE Championship match. You want to talk about that? I love this. First of all, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles have a history going back to TNA. They have, um, you know, what I like to call chemistry, uh, trusting each other. They they go back. They're both seasoned vets, pros, and de- and Samoa Joe is freaking awesome. Oh, Wendy, I, I I'm enjoying that. You know, it's it's corny to a degree where it's just awesome, um, and AJ takes it all personally, and this is going to be great. I'm going to call it. It's time. You know, when I went to, I like to throw this, when me and NH Punk and SPC73, when we went without Russell Brand to see NXT and Lowell, we got a shock of the lifetime as far as in wrestling um, when Samoa Joe beat uh, Finn Balor for the NXT championship. Well, my friends, this Sunday you're going to get another another um, surprise of a lifetime because Samoa Joe... And I'll be probably watching this in an AJ style shirt, which isn't true because I'll be wearing a, pay, a Brady shirt. Uh, Samoa Joe is going to walk away the new WWE champion. Samoa Joe, WWE champion. Book it. AJ's been champion for a long time. Okay? Telling a Cell is a pretty big pay-per-view. It's not the big four. It's not money in the bank. But to me, I like it. It's bigger than Survivor Series for me. So I'm going to say right now, Samoa Joe, new WWE W.E. Champion. Pretty exciting. Um, oh, we have two women's matches. Both championship matches. Shall we go through those right now? Yes, we shall. I'm outside, so we hear birds chirping. Um, you know, that's because they're birds and I'm outside. Um, let's go through Raw first. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Ronda Rousey's going to win. There, I said it. Um, Ronda Rousey... She, she, she's getting better in the ring. I think she's okay. She's got, she's still got like a little stiffness. She's got a certain move set that she can only do limited move set. I believe is what the uh, nerds say. Um, and I, I'm not a fan of the overly face painted eyes. You know, a lot of tweets about how she looked like Mac from night from the Nightman cometh episode of sunny. Um, and she did. Uh, so I, I, I would, who am I to talk about eye makeup? But, oh my God. Um, but I don't, not a big fan of it, especially the orange. I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, but she's going to win. She's going to win easily. She's going to win decisively. And, you know, I mean, maybe it would be kind of cool if Nia Jax showed up. I don't know how hurt Nia Jax is. I, she's been out for a while. That'd be nice to see her run in and maybe get that match going back again. Because, I mean, how many other people can Ronda Rousey face? Who the frig is she going to go against? You know? Nikki Bella, break her in half. That's the tough thing with Ronda Rousey. She's so much better than everyone else in real life that it's going to be hard for other people to beat her. It's going to have to be shenanigans. Alexa Bliss is going to try some shenanigans, maybe with the very annoying um, Alicia Fox. Yes, I'm just, I just don't dig it at all. Uh, and I have to say that the shenanigans won't work. Ronda Rousey is going to retain and be your Raw Women's Champion. Now, on the other side, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Mikey likey. Mikey very much likey. Uh, Becky Lynch, um, 
uh, Becky, mean Becky, or bitchy Becky, or bad Becky, whatever it is. Uh, I need more of it, and I need more of it now. I, I am very much a fan of it. Um, I, when she tells her, you bitch, or she says, screw you, or these interviews, or she's beating her up, all for it, all for it. When she pouts, when she, you know, when she smiles, she's very pretty. When she pouts, I like her even more. When she's like that mean look on her face, oof, aww. Um, but she's not going to win. Nope. No, 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 she's not going to win. Not yet. Not yet. I like this feud. This feud should be going someplace. Um, maybe she's going to snap and beat the crap out of Charlotte and get disqualified, but she's not going to win. So Charlotte will retain either by win or by um, disqualification. My friends, that leads us to what I assume is the main event, uh, the Hell in the Cell match, the other Hell in the Cell match, with Mick Foley as a special guest referee. Now, uh, wouldn't this be funny if somehow Mick Foley ended up on the top of the cell? Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy that Mick was able to roll into the ring the other day. That looked natural. I was like, because he, sometimes it's tough for him to move because of this friggin' cell. Uh, that cell still scares me when you see them stepping in the, in the, the cage, dipping um, and bending. And you think the guys backstage must have been like, what the hell is going on? Um, because that was not the way that cage was supposed to go. You know, I remember seeing, yes, I remember paying friggin' money to see Ryback and CM Punk in a cage. I, that was like early on before the network, and I thought every match was in a hell in a cell, and I was pissed, and there was a Justin Gabriel match, and I was pissed, and then Ryback and friggin' Bradley Maddox, I mean, that, that was a, that was shit. It was shit. But, uh, it was fun still getting together with friends and watching wrestling. That's the thing, with all these, um, pay-per-views, you don't have to really get together anymore. We only get together really for WrestleMania. Um, oh yeah, back to this match. Roman Reigns is going to win. Braun Strowman's not going to not going to be your champion, is he? They're not going to have Braun, I mean, Roman win at SummerSlam just to lose right away, are we? Are we people? No way. No way. No way. No way. Um. Yeah, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to retain. Um. You know, Braun Strowman was just in a Hell in a Cell, wasn't he? Or was it just a cage match where he threw... Uh, it was just a cage match where he threw friggin' Kevin Owens off the cage. You know, ouch. Uh, but where's Kevin Owens? He's not even in this friggin' show. He's like the best, and he's not in this. So many guys aren't wrestling, as far as I can tell. I mean, you know, maybe we'll have a Roman Reigns-Bobby Lashley match thrown in there, but nothing's there yet. Unless they're setting things up for Super Showdown uh, in the the Great Down Under. And that's curious. I mean, I guess we're going to do an episode on the Super Showdown, but I have no idea when that's going to be as far as time of day. I, 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 you know, I, I think it's at 6 p.m. Uh, in Australia. But what time and what day does that even mean here? I don't know. It's going to be 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning? 6 o'clock on a Christmas morning. That's for the friends. That's for people who know... Um, uh, Dream Theater. If you don't know who that is, um, you know, you listen to shitty music. Now, that's it. Roman Reigns is going to retain, and that's it. That's it? Really? <sighs> I wish I had better, uh, something better to tell you. Uh, but here's, here's, here's the fact of the matter. Uh, I'm pretty much done here talking about uh, Hell in a Cell. Um, but the episode, I'm, 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 I'm sadly... Um, I have to tell you, it's not over. Uh, there's more coming. And um, unfortunately, it's, it's exactly who you think it is. That's some bitch, Brandon. 
Ah, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Uh, if you don't know, Brandon also does a Metallica podcast. Um, it's about the only thing he does that I like. It's called the Metallica Cast. Check it out at fans.experts.com. And I have to tell you that I'm doing another podcast too right now. Every week I watch an episode and do a podcast about the show Mad Men. So if you ever watched Mad Men uh, and you want to go back down memory lane, check it out. It's at uh, fans.experts.com. Everything's there, including this show, fans.experts.com slash WrestleFania. The uh, podcast on Twitter is uh, WrestleFania Pod. I am at WrestleWatcher. Facebook, it's at fans.experts. WrestleBrand, you know, if you like things like that, is coming up next. Um, go Patriots. I will be um, live tweeting the show as soon as I can catch up to it. Uh, and that's at WrestleWatcher. And, um, you know, just to let you know, I live in an area called Methuen, Massachusetts. Um, now, if you go on the news and type in Lawrence or Andover, you'd see uh, a lot of shit happened yesterday, like gas explosions. Uh, these are the neighboring towns. Like, literally, Lawrence is, you know, right down the street. Um, and luckily, nothing didn't happen in our town. You know, uh, unfortunately, a, a young guy did pass away, did did die, which is just awful, you know. Um, but in our town, nothing happened. The closest we got was my brother panicked and turned his gas off. Luckily, he, he was able to turn it back on. Uh, but I, I, this is weird talking about real life stuff. Um, it's just it's just like weird when something on the national news is like right down the street from you. Very strange. But um, enough of that uh, morose real news stuff. Uh, why don't we listen to a real giant asshole right now, ladies and gentlemen? Coming up next, my asshole cousin Brandon. Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the only podcast in the entire world but the very real sport of professional wrestling and of course I'm talking about Wrestlefania. I am the host with the most, the greatest heel on Twitter and in podcast history. My friends call me Brandon. All of you schmucks can call me Wrestlebrand. As in my Twitter handle at Wrestlebrand. If you're not following me then you are obviously a dumb loser and you really need to start because I am the best. And if you want to miss out on breaking news, and if you want to miss out on my hashtag heel tweets, then you are a dumb loser. And you know what? Do not follow me. Follow another dumb loser at WrestleWatcher, my co-host. If, well, is he still my co-host if we never record together? I guess that he is. Um, I mean, is he still my co-host if we hate each other and... Everybody likes me better than him, and everything he's horrible at hosting. <sighs> I mean, I guess, I guess the answer is still yes. I guess he's still technically the co-host, but you know, nobody likes him. Period. Not even Gary. So I am here to talk about Hell in a Cell this Sunday on the WWE Network. I'm actually looking forward to this card. I feel like I've not been saying that lately with the monthly pay-per-views. I feel like Raw was really slacking, but I think they've picked up a little bit of steam the last couple weeks. I think SmackDown Live has been firing in all cylinders, and I'm actually really into the builds for a lot of the matches at Hell in a Cell, and I think it's going to be a fun show. I just wish that maybe there were a couple other Hell in a Cell matches, 
because I feel like so many rivalries could use it. For example, AJ Styles versus Samojo. How is that not a Hell in a Cell match or have some kind of stipulation? That would be brutal and amazing. But you know what? I think the Hell in a Cell matches we do have will be quality. Let me start at the beginning of the card. Uh, as far as I know, they've not designated any matches for the kickoff show as of yet. I'm currently looking at WWE.com on Thursday evening. Maybe they'll announce something over the weekend if they do announce something last minute. I'm sure it'll be really important. Or it's possible that one of these matches gets moved to the kickoff. But, you know, to be honest, a lot of these are good in big and important matches. I'm not sure what would be moved, except maybe the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between The New Day and Rusev and Aiden English. I would love for Rusev Day to overcome The New Day because The New Day... Might as well call them old day, am I right? Old and boring. I think, though, while I want the New Day to break up and be freshened up and go in different directions, I think that they retained, seeing how they recently won the belts. And I think, actually, it's going to be because Rusev and any and, and, and whew, let me see if I can speak, and Aiden English, there we go, are not going to be seeing eye to eye. They had problems. They seem to have patched things up. But you know how these things work in professional wrestling. You have problems, all things seem good, and then it turns to total shit. So I'm expecting at Hell in Cell for it to turn to total shit, and I think we're going to be seeing the end of Rusev Day with the New Day retaining. We also have a Raw Tag Team Championship match, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I love how Ziggler and McIntyre are being booked. I actually see them winning over Rollins and Ambrose. They're recent champs. I think they're going to be fairly dominant champs. Rollins is Intercontinental Champion. Not that he cannot have both titles at the same time, but it's not necessary. I'd rather see Rollins in singles action defending his Intercontinental title than tag team action defending the tag team belts. With that said, I think this will be a fantastic tag match. I'm really looking forward to it. All four guys going to work. Ziggler and Rollins have been putting on great performances. McIntyre has great intensity, and I'm not a big Dean Ambrose fan. I'm still waiting for Ambrose to turn heel so he gets freshened up for me. But, you know, at least he's back. At least he's healthy. And we've not seen him in a long time. So he's still a little bit fresh. Maybe I'll be able to tolerate him in this match. We have another tag team match, but this one a mixed tag match. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bell versus The Miz and Maurice. Daniel Bryan got uh, suffered the loss at SummerSlam. I think that Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella will get the win here. Um, if The Miz and Maurice win, I think that's great because I think that means this rivalry will continue. I've been really into the rivalry so far. Miz is just amazing on the mic. He has really picked up his work ethic in the ring over the last several years. And I think this could be an entertaining rivalry for the next few months, maybe even to um, Royal Rumble, dare I say. Maybe that's a little bit stretching it, but definitely through Survivor Series in November. So really interested to see what direction they take. But seeing how Miz won at SummerSlam in singles action, I'm going to predict that Brian and Bella win this. But Miz Maurice could win, and maybe Brian gets his revenge in another singles match down the road. 
SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. I think this will be the one match of the night that does not have a clear winner. I do not see Charlotte Flair losing the belts yet, but I think it would be a really dumb move for WWE to have Becky Lynch win, or sorry, to have Becky Lynch lose after the heel turn and the she just has so much momentum behind her. I think it would really kill it for the fans. So I kind of see Charlotte Flair winning by DQ. So she'll win, retain, but it'll be by DQ. Becky Lynch will not suffer from the loss, and they can go on and continue the rivalry, which so far has been quite excellent. I really like the new Becky Lynch, and I look forward to see what direction they uh, in what direction they take her now. And I think she will be SmackDown Women's Champion by the end of the year again, and I think she will be a great one. We have our first Hell in a Cell match. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Good Lord. Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. You know he's going to do something stupid that makes us all stand up and go ape shit. But it's going to be stupid and he's going to risk his life. And we're going to love him for it. And hopefully he walks away from it. Whatever crazy thing he does. Dare I suggest a swanton bomb off the Hell in a Cell or... Something, I don't know, it's got to be something crazy. But while he might steal the show with his death-defying move, Randy Orton will get the win. We have Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Rousey wins. I'm not sure if, the, if this program continues. Personally, I'd rather see Rousey move on and face some new competition. But I think Rousey wins and retains the title. She's not losing the belt yet. That is for sure. WWE Champion AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. This build has been great. Um, it actually has been better than I expected, despite the two men involved. Uh, I thought it would be good, but WWE kind of brought it in an edgier direction, at least for the PG era, and I'm really digging it. And both are really good in this role. As much as I would love Samoa Joe to win, I mean, and I mean, do not get me wrong, I like AJ Styles. He's one of my faves right now, but as much as I would love Samoa Joe to win, I think that AJ Styles retains. He's had that belt. He's going to keep on holding that belt for a while. And he's the babyface. He's got to get revenge for his family um, after all the things Samoa Joe has said. But what I would like to see, if I'm doing fantasy booking, his wife Wendy's going to show up and cost him the title. Maybe accidentally. Maybe out of mercy. Maybe Samoa Joe just beats him into submission. And Wendy has to come and throw in the towel. Ooh, you know, I'm actually kind of liking where my mind's going right now. But as much as I would love that, as much sense as it makes in my wrestling nerd brain, I'm going to go with the safe bet and say that AJ Styles retains. And then finally, we have our second Hell in Cell match, the main event, Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman with Mick Foley as special guest, as special guest referee as announced this past Monday on Raw. I think this might be the toughest match to predict. It would be hard for me to see Reigns lose uh, the match, especially since he recently became Universal Champion, finally beat Brock Lesnar after all those tries, but it would be very hard for me to see Strowman lose the match because this is his money in the bank cash. And not that that means he cannot get another shot at the title down the road. Um, you know, these two have a long history. I thought it was really dumb when they tried to force them to be friends all of a sudden. 
It makes total sense that they're still enemies. I like the idea of Hounds of Justice versus War of Dogs. I feel like that could go in a lot of interesting directions and could set up a really cool Survivor Series match in November if they book it right and, uh, and stretch it out until then. So this is a really hard one to decide, but I'm going to go with a safe bet and say Roman Reigns wins since he is the recent champion and Strowman will have his day. It just will not be Sunday at hell in a cell. Ladies and gentlemen, follow me on the Twitter. I am at Russell Brand. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WrestleFania Pod. If you are a dumb loser, follow my co-host, if you even want to call him that, at WrestleWatcher on Twitter. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Not experts.